We're long tossing here on a Monday in San Diego. Getting ready here for a three-game set with the Padres. Steven Strom, Kyle Seeloff, Kelly Sacco. We survived Hurricane Hillary. We had our game postponed on Sunday. We got into San Diego late Saturday night. I don't know, guys. It kind of felt like, uh, in a way, when you were younger, there was like a storm. You had to stay inside. I, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know if this is positive or negative. I have my family here, my mother and my two sisters. So we're kind of jam-packed in the hotel room. But I will say uh, it did bring back some really cool memories, like, because I had snow days growing up. And how did that go for you? That's yeah, a small hotel room. <laughs> well, the sleep has been pretty, uh, pretty tough to get. My mom snores, um, and then my two little sisters, one that's 18 and the other one that is uh, 12, we have barrier. We have a barrier in between the bed. And, uh, yeah, let's just say it's it's been tough to sleep. Uh, do they listen to this podcast? Because I don't know if I was your mother, if I would want you divulging the fact that I was a snorer. No, you know what? She's good with it. I mean, I think she's good with <laughs> it. I hope she's good out. with it. Yeah, we are going to find out. out. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, and then we, we've had a really interesting weekend. I mean, the weather aside, if you know Kyle Seeloff, you know that he is, in a lot of ways, a robot. He does his work really well. He doesn't really have feelings. He just kind of goes about his day mm-hmm. and doesn't really let anything affect him. Now, Friday, Kyle came limping in to the booth, and me and Kelly were very concerned. We're like, what's going right. on? Right. And when you have someone that never shows like that emotion... <laughs> When they are like that, you know that the pain and uh, everything that comes along with it is excruciating. It's unbearable to show that type of emotion. Right. And Kyle's back is, what is it, Kyle? What's the prognosis? Mm, Not sure. Uh, Death, maybe. Looming. (laughs) It's a lot of Advil and ibuprofen, and I don't know what's going on, but I am feeling a little bit better. Good. Um, Don't call me a hero, but I'm... (laughs) <laughs> I'm ready to do these baseball games. So we had a doubleheader, and you have Kelly just yelling at Kyle to, like, get on the ground and do stretches because I'm just trying to help you. Like she was yelling like we were under listen. fire. Like, you know. <laughs> he wouldn't listen to me. I have my yoga app that I do every single day on the road, and I've, I've offered it to Kyle. I said, Kyle, take my yoga mat, take my yoga app. It's got specific yoga poses for back pain. No, didn't do Didn't, didn't do, do any it. of it. And we had yes, towels. We had towels have, laid on the floor. And I have done that over the last 24 hours i do feel better i've done a lot of stretching i've laid some towels for a little cushion on the floor in the hotel room and i'm trying to make it better did you do the reclined goddess pose (laughs) (laughs) we had like kelly in this and it's it's not like when you're envisioning a radio booth it is you know a little bit smaller in los angeles it's dodger stadium 1962 they've been playing there so you know it is fairly small we have kelly showing us poses while kyle is like trying to I guess Sevy was telling you uh, a specific stretch to do, Kyle. Kyle's like chest to the door with, uh, was it a baseball, a baseball that you had? Yeah. Which I had in my book bag, which I also used. that did used. not help. I thought that was horrific advice, but I okay. tried it. It did not help. He just, okay, I don't know your pain tolerance, how high it is, but that's what, you, it's going to be a little painful when you put it on the yep. knot and then the muscle releases, but, but you're going to have to suck it up. the knot is in my back, so I was confused why we're putting on the on my belly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ran down your groin, advice, I thought. So. 
Yeah, Didn't it's going through uh, through my lower back, through my right groin, down my leg. So things are going great. It's you, okay. It's going to get better after a five, six-hour plane ride back yeah. home. It'll be fine. But fun. that's the issue, we think. That's it's exactly. a lot of sitting, not enough stretching. We sit. We're on planes all season well, long. This is why I carry a baseball with me, mm-hmm. Kyle, and do my yoga. I told you. you got to do this stuff. Peloton hasn't helped either, no. Kyle. You know, Pelotoning. Yeah. You work you, so doctors. hard. The good news is that uh, <laughs> I have started stretching, and that is going to help me moving forward. I know it. All right. We'll check in in about a month. Yeah, we'll see. But the back is, oh, my God. You talk oh, about worse. that is something. When you pull something, you, you take that thing for granted. You're healthier back. So hopefully Kyle can uh, can get back to 100% yeah. here. But I think you really needed that off day yesterday. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it was okay. We just couldn't do a whole lot. I'm fine. I'm going to be all right. Enough about me. Let's talk a little bit about the Marlins then, because this oh, is no. uh, a very important series. They all are. We got 37 games. Left. We're recording here on a Monday. This is coming out a little bit later, but um, every game uh, there is some added urgency. We're getting towards the home stretch of this season. The Marlins currently are a game out of the National League Wild Card. Man, people hate when I tweet out. By the way, the schedule of other teams—they come back and they say the Marlins just need to. The Marlins. I'm, I'm just telling you that. If other things happen, it's going to help the Marlins. That's it. You know, the Phillies are playing the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks all of a sudden are ahead of the Marlins. You know, those teams hopefully will beat up on each other. You really should cheer for a sweep. Anyway, we're here. Johnny Cueto was supposed to start. Uh, it was supposed to be Cueto versus Snell. Now it's going to be Michael Walker versus Ryan Weathers, who's going to come back up. We last saw him in Texas. I guess we'll start here. Um, just kind of an unorthodox way to start a series. But here we are, and it feels like an important one again in San Diego. Want me to take that, Kelly? Go ahead. Um, I think it is. And here's another thing before I even talk about that. I have felt like the Marlins have not been able to get into a routine. I feel like there have been a lot of off days. The weirdness of playing a doubleheader, I, I feel really like there's been way too much sitting around. So I am looking forward to at some point here in the near future kind of getting you know, not for us, but for them, like kind of getting back into that day-in, day-out grind because it feels like it's just it's been a lot of starting and stopping i actually do think they'll be benefited from stringing games together and kind of getting back into that flow um, and i would say that this is an important series the san diego padres have had an awful year they've been really really bad but they're still really really talented and they're probably feeling like their days are numbered if they don't turn it around and they probably feel like this is an important week for them um, and for the Marlins I, I, I've said this all along let me pull up my notes here because I have thought all along that 86 is the magic number I think in the National League if you win 86 games this season then they would need to win 22 of its next 37 so they need to go 22 and 15 in the final 37 games. If you want to go more round and go 85, then it's 21 and 16. Yep. I think 86 gets you in. I think you can roll the dice in the dance. 22 and 15, and the Marlins have kind of weathered this really tough schedule against, at times, better competition. Um, that is doable. Um, I really do think it is doable. I think they, they can go 22 and 15, and they would finish the season, what, 10 games over 500, right? Yep. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I do think this is an important series. Um, Ryan Weathers, you don't know what you're going to get here. Hopefully it's the beginning of his revenge tour against the team that he obviously debuted with in the National League Division Series in 2020 and at times pitched okay for the Padres. He's been really good in the minor leagues and has not been able to figure it out in the big leagues, but the Marlins need him tonight in the absence of Johnny Cueto. And one would have to think and have to echo the sentiments of not 
getting into a, a good routine at that. I think that we definitely dodged a bullet where we were even talking a couple days ago. We're thinking, all right, it looks like this rain is going to carry into Monday. Is it going to be another doubleheader situation on Tuesday? That's taxing. Are we going to have, exactly, are we going to have two days in a row stuck in the hotel, them not playing baseball? Luckily, we're here on a Monday recording this. We're going to play baseball, business as usual. But I'm with Kyle, and I think that this is important to get things going, as you mentioned, because the Padres are struggling so much. If the Marlins could at the very least take the series and you go home, you play against the Washington Nationals, which they have had a ton of success against this season, who haven't lost yet. Hopefully they can get things going. Then they got another off day, and they got a couple games against Tampa Bay Rays, which they took one of two, split the series in the trap a little bit earlier um, at the end of last month and back on the road against the Nationals. I think that this is a stretch for the Marlins. I think that they really need to go. They need to get it going tonight. And I'm hoping it's one of those situations with Weathers where you're playing against the team that you debuted with and that traded you away. Little juice. This little extra juice. Exactly. You got that chip on your shoulder. You got that. I'm going to show you what you just passed up on. So I'm hoping that that could help fuel him, maybe give him that extra confidence, extra chip to really just shove it. So for Weathers, and I, I feel obligated to mention this because we lost, last saw him in Texas and he struggled. The Marlins were up 5 nothing. The Marlins ended up losing that game. But he has started two times uh, down with Jacksonville. And two Fridays ago, he threw six innings, three hits, one run, six punch outs. And then his last minor league start last Wednesday, six innings, four hits, two runs, nine punch outs. So um, Skip had talked about just his pitchability he has really good raw stuff but i guess this is a completely different <laughs> league when you get up from triple a to here yeah and in the big leagues the strike zone gets a little tighter and the competition is better i think skip has said this this season he feels like there's never been been a bigger, a bigger yeah, disparity yeah. between triple a yeah. and the big leagues and look if you're a pitcher in particular and you don't locate it it, it does not matter if you know, I'm sorry to say, you're playing the Athletics or the Atlanta Braves. If you don't locate and you're not commanding the strike zone and you're getting hit or you're walking, guys, you're not going to be around too long. But I actually kind of love this move by Kim. I don't know if it's going to pay off tonight or this season, but this is a 23-year-old left-hander who does have incredibly good raw stuff who's under team control you know, for the next three decades, basically, right? So, you know, I mean, Mel can get his hands on this kid he might be really good for a long time in Miami. And I think, you know, look, you, you obviously have to worry about this season because the Marlins are in a playoff race. Um, but you can't be too short-sighted either. This is a guy that could factor into the rotation for a long time with the Marlins. We should mention what happened with Cueto, too. He's going on the 15-day IL because he has a virus, correct? A uh, viral infection. A viral yeah, infection. So. And he's been sick for a while back yeah. in back We haven't in LA seen him. Too. Yeah, we have, we have not, not seen, seen him. him. No, I don't know so. where he is. Hope he's okay. I also, because I like to, I like to look around the league. I want to just tell you this: the Diamondbacks play the Cubs seven times, the Phillies play the Braves seven times, and the Giants three times. The Reds play the Cubs four times, the D-backs four times, and the Giants three times. So um, I know that's a lot, kind of the process right there. But the bottom line is, uh, these teams, and you can't let like even if let's just, I mean, I. I we don't want to put this energy out in the universe, but if the Marlins get swept in San Diego, you know, people are going to jump ship nah, and they're, they're going to be like, swept. oh, it's, the, you know. Let me tell you something. The Padres are not I'm good I'm saying enough. in a hypothetical They haven't won three games all season long. I know. They haven't won more than three oh, all whatever. season long. Right. Uh, 
this is going to be the next 37 days or the 37 games. It's just going to be back and forth, whether you go on a three-game losing streak or a three-game win streak. Now, it can't get, you can't do it any later than that, but bottom line is this is going to be back and forth here, I think, for the rest of the way. I agree with you. And I, the, to me, and I, I've said this going back a month and a half as well, they need one more yep. hot stretch. Yep. They're, right. They're one like they're one more seven and three, eight and two, nine and three stretch away from being in a great spot. That's what I think. This is the stretch, I think, too. This is the stretch where they really need to take advantage of. You're gonna face the Nationals seven times. Uh, they're in pretty the next good, though. Weeks. They are pretty good, but they've had We've success them. against them this season. you got to love the confidence of a team having against when you're coming up against a team that you've dominated over the course of the season. Now, granted, the Nationals have been good. They're taking care of business against the Phillies right now. We played them seven times, so our next ten seven games, times. seven against the Nationals. Yep. No, 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 no. No, we play them we go three and then three, four times. Exactly. Three, then two against so the ten. Rays, and then four Seven of the next there. nine are against the Nationals after the San after Diego this, series. Exactly. And the next 12 game seven against the nationals three with the padres and two with the Rays. correct right interesting okay all right so well i think they're going to be in a good spot so that's 12 games if they go i'd say nine and three but eight and four still puts them in a great spot and they got to get going here here today they really need to bounce back from that being swept in the doubleheader in la but I think it's a great opportunity against a struggling team. And it's a really interesting situation, too, when you talk about the Padres. They have so many stars the on their oh team. On the paper. We're sitting there prepping for this team. And it's not like we need to do much prepping because you know these guys are established. Big names. Great big names. But nothing's clicking. And that just goes to show you that it's more than just putting superstars on one team. There needs to be chemistry down in the clubhouse, too. And that's something that a lot of people have been questioning about this Padres team saying hey do they have clubhouse issues in there why can't this team get it going so an opportunity today we saw this in LA establish you know win game one try to set the tone let's see if they could do it here and then take the series it'll feel really good going into the off day on Thursday oh absolutely and Uh, setting up for that five game homestand that we have Kyle got anything to add Mm, no I just this is um the next Six weeks are going to be exciting. You know, I, I mean, it sounds silly, but if you do give this team the following in spring training, right, you're going to be 125 games in the books and one game out of a playoff spot. Um, and Sandy's coming around, and Lazardo's got to get it going, but Yuri is back. Bell and Berger have been huge. They have the offense to win games. Sandy looks great. You said there's 37 right. left, yeah, right? 37 games left around. to play. Give it a shot. Get hot. Get hot for two weeks. If they can do it. And they can go 22. I think 22 and 15 gets them in. 21 and 16 is going to make you really nervous. I think 86 wins does it. 85, I'm really not sure. And especially if you get into a tiebreaker, you could fall short. They got to get hot for 10 or 12 more games. And I think this team is going to go to the postseason. I really, really do. Let's end on this. Let's choose. Let's give give me a player. Could be any side. Pitcher, position player, bullpen piece that you feel like if this guy clicks or this guy gets hot, this can propel this team into the postseason. Is there anyone that comes to mind? We've been saying it since, you know, the first half of the season. If he can go back to being the Cy Young self, which he has shown all the signs of, if he can turn it on, you see it in his eyes. That's what I look for, Sandy. You see that focus, that determination. If he can get back to that Cy Young self where every fifth day you could really count on him, 
I think they're in business. And I get that feeling too. I'll like when I too, see 100%. him at that last game. What do you game, get? What do you get? I get chills when yes. I when I when I think of him <laughs> starting in a couple of days because you, you know this is my first season, so that was the expectation coming into the year with Sandy, right. and then he struggled a little bit. But now I get that you feel so secure, you feel so warm inside. That's weird for me to say, but it just is. I mean, when I see him on the mound now. I know I'm getting six, seven really solid innings, and that's bare minimum at this point because he's had two complete games uh, here in the second half. Right. Probably should have had three against Philly. And I will go with Luisa Rice. Mm, I think if deal. he can turn it on one more time for another five weeks and hit 330, that's another 15, 20, 25 hits, and you don't know if there's runners in scoring position with that circumstance presents itself. I think the team's going to score a lot more runs. Go team, go. Rise has been weird. I, I, reading this 10 he for just, 50 over just, his last 13 games. He's just games. become human. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. He's, he's just come he's down run to run into a little bit a little tough bit luck. Of a stretch. But he's he's still hitting the ball hard. I think yeah, if he can. Yeah, he's hitting it by two people. He'll be okay. But if he if he can get hot, they need him to get hot one more time. It's going to help the offense because Bell and Berger and those other guys have been phenomenal. I'm going to go with Kelly and I'm going to stick on the pitcher side. It's got to be Jesus Lazardo for me. He's got to figure it out here over these next couple of starts because they are going to be vital. I mean, you look at this weekend series, Sandy, Yuri, Brax, really good starts. Uh, Marlins probably should have won two out of three there. They end up right. losing two out of three. But I think for Jesus Lazardo, and he starts tomorrow, which is Tuesday, whenever you're listening to this. If you're listening on Tuesday, it's today. Uh, Lazardo needs to get back to where he was at in the beginning of the year because he was really good. He was arguably the most consistent pitcher for the Marlins. And I think if you can get that Sandy, Yuri, and we saw Brax pitch really pretty well in L.A., and we, we know he, he fell in batting practice, that Skip said, so he really toughed that one out. If you can get Lazardo back to where he was at, I think this team gets to the postseason. And one more, David Robertson. They need to be able to trust him in the ninth oh, inning to right. say a great That's point. That's a good one. So He has really struggled. Put all that together, they're going to the postseason, and we'll catch everybody on October 3rd, I guess it would be, for game one of the wild card. <laughs>